Probably had that shit. Shit. Quick thoughts, nigga. Be back. Locate your lighters. You a real night, you know this shit right here. Relaxation, chasing mind boggling hallucinations. Ease your guns into the skull, get your lungs full. Take a deep pull, react, step back, cause smack up that booyah shit. They get you high, then wet, wet. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Mac Vaughn. Never motherfucking phony. Back in the motherfucking building, we in the Kush Cave talking shit like always. Ain't nothing new, man. Happy new motherfucking year to all y'all. Hope y'all be safe out there this motherfucker. We got a new year. Back on this motherfucking earth, five years running in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So let's keep this shit pushing, of course, you know. But uh man, a lot of shit going on, of course, the whole Tory Lanes and Meg shit. That's I, I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna hit that, I'm gonna get on this shit while the shit ain't even that hot no more, you know what I'm saying? Cause that shit everybody mama was reporting that motherfucking story. But if y'all don't know, of course, this nigga Tory was found guilty. And Hey, if anything, I don't know what to say. Because <laughs> one, I wasn't one of these niggas out here like, oh, that nigga didn't do it. He's trying to bring the black man down. That bullshit was so annoying to hear that, dog. Like, get that shit the fuck out of here. I was just so irritated every time I was looking around. Just like, everybody was just like, oh, yeah, man. Niggas just, she did this. Niggas just be, oh, she did this. Like, bro, y'all, bro, y'all wasn't there. Why is everybody so... Why everybody capping for this nigga Tory Lane so much? Everybody does this shit for niggas with music. Like, you know, I don't like seeing no man in jail myself, but if you did the shit, then, you know, you can't sit up in here, you know, and, and, and act like none of this shit happened. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. But, like, the whole Young Thug shit going on with the whole YSL, everybody turning on him. You see that? How that shit going? And I'm looking at that situation like, man, if this nigga Thug was really on some, you know, some Thug shit for real, you know what? Hey, I don't give a fuck. You know, I ain't gonna sit here and just see that shit's a good thing for our community anyway. You know, I put that shit in. But the thing about it is also some shit we got to switch to a narrative because we don't want these white motherfuckers to start putting, you know, brothers in jail for expressing their art about what they've been through. But if you are here actually doing this shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because most motherfuckers gotta understand. You know what I'm saying? You gotta understand this shit. Like if you we speak back in the nineties, motherfuckers speaking about the shit they saw. Or you know what I'm saying, or stories they heard of, and they'll put their twist on it. That's all that's the thing about being an artist, it's creativity. It's entertainment at the end of the day too. But it's also speaking on some shit that niggas can go through. You know, you speaking for niggas in the hood. But don't take that shit for granted thinking that, you know, I never thought out here thought Cube was gonna go out here and shoot motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I never thought that shit. You know, because I figured, hey, this nigga, just, they, tell, they snitching on themselves. Anything, if you out here really doing the shit you saying in your songs, you really telling yourself. And the fact that we, as a black person, we always got to be putting the whole, oh, man, real, we got to stay real. We got to stay real. We got to stay real. Okay, I get it. We real. But the whole thing is this with, uh, you know, with the whole, with the whole shit is like, nigga, like, Al Pacino, he plays Scarface, but we, he's not really out here fucking killing motherfuckers. He's not, he's not snoring the whole mountain of cocaine. 
as we don't know of, you know, allegedly. But it's not. <laughs> but I'm just going off the shit for real, like straight up. Why every time if some black people do some shit, it's always being taken as literally like, oh well, shit. If you you know you are here really you know you rapping about this shit, you gotta be doing it. This new age shit is just funny with the shit, and I'm just looking at the shit like, man, the shit's weird as fuck now. We're in a weird ass era, you know what I'm saying? Like just. I don't know. Motherfuckers gonna be looking at themselves in about shit fifteen years and be like, "Shit, that was me." I'm like, "Yep, that was your ass." You was listening to this motherfucker and saying all that bullshit because the whole, like I said, the whole Tory Lane shit. Homie's a goofy. I ain't ever really been a fan of homie music, but I never want to see nobody in jail. But if he did the shit, homie, and he did straight up did it because he even admitted in a fucking phone call that came out, recorded phone call. I think when he was he was locked up. And he had called up, uh, I don't know, he was, I think he was there, he was locked up, and he had called up a girl um, that was there also. I guess he was smashing or whatever, whatnot. But he was, the, he, he was like, man, I'm sorry I was drunk as my own, I ain't even like that, I don't even know what the fuck happened. I'm looking like, oh, this nigga really did do it. <laughs> and that was really, like, that That really was it. Like, that, it was nothing else that could come up to really defend this nigga no more. But I just laughed at how everybody was out here just alpha mailed up on Insta on Twitter and just like was like, man, she out here lying and shit, bro. That shit was glass. She didn't do no shit. That nigga, she just mad because that nigga smashed. I'm like, bruh, this is why a lot of bitches don't be letting niggas smash and shit because niggas out here just running around like, I got the pussy. I got the pussy. It's a difference if she's out here just like clowning you, straight up clowning your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some that's some different that's some totally different shit. If she's straight up clowning you saying, Oh, this nigga ain't shit, that nigga ain't do nothing to me. And you didn't even say nothing. Then that's when you come out and say some shit. But straight up just walking around like, you know, you fucking old boy from you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the fucking golden ticky, man. I get it. It's Meg the Stallion. I totally get it, my nigga. You know, this you know, who 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 wouldn't be proud of that shit? But man. It was just too much. And the whole situation was just weird as fuck anyway. The whole court case and just, I think the pops coming out here looking like a Tubi. He's going to be in the next Tubi series watch. I'm telling you, it'll be, be a movie coming out soon with Tory Lane's pops is going to be the lead. He's going to be winning some awards. I'm telling you. The nigga said, Rock Nation, Jay-Z, everybody, Beyonce. I'm like, this nigga going to say Blue Ivy got something to do with it next. <laughs> Your son did it, nigga. Your son did it. <laughs> he beyond that nigga life. The fuck was you doing? The fuck was you out here just shooting motherfuckers, bro? Like, you out here pulling Eddie Murphy and fucking um, Harlem Nights. He shot my baby. You shot my pinky toe. You done shot my baby toe. Motherfucker, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, rest in peace, Dilla Reese. But nigga, like, it was just crazy. I never, the whole situation to me was like, okay. I was confused. Like, why in the fuck is okay, Meg and Tori, but they make music together? Hey, what the fuck? I don't know. I guess I'm about to loop. Cause I don't listen to the motherfuckers like that anyway. Like their music is what someone else will play when I'm in the I'm with, when I'm in the car with them or they at some party or we out and about. Then I'm like, oh, what song is this? Oh, that's this. No. Okay, cool, bet. Well, this is too added to my fucking store my Spotify playlist or to no, no, I'm not doing that. My I'm, I'm not shazamming this shit. But it's just interesting because I'm a fan of the culture and this is the shit that's going on. But I just don't get it, man. Shit's weird. But also, man, sad news too. Start off 2023. Uh, also, man, um, uh, rest in peace, Gangsta Boo. 
from Three Six Mafia. You know, uh, legend, legendary voice, legendary. Uh, it was, that's tough, man. That was, that was tough to, to hear about too, and just the way her, how the way she went out. I don't know if it, I think it was. They said people are saying it's fitting all. You know, we'll, we'll see when the, when the when the autopsy comes out. That's why I, that's when I'll see when the autopsy comes out. When, I ain't finna go off of what the he say, she say said. So I'm I'm just gonna just wait till I come out to really get full detail. But man, that fitting all shit boy been hidden since that Mac since Mac Miller, cuz like that was some that started then, and now you got this shit going around now. Just everybody, Michael K. Williams, you know, just it just keep going on and on. You know, you need to lock up the motherfuckers, and and, and now the shit's in the weed. So you gotta be careful where the fuck you're getting this weed from too, because not everything that's glitter that's not everything that's glitter is not gold, my nigga. Everything that look good to you ain't good for you. Everything that look good to you ain't good for you. It's like an old ass nigga, but hey, I'm getting old. But you gotta realize that shit, man. You gotta realize what you're getting this weed from. And plus they selling these shits now, just you know, just they sell this shit at gas stations, nigga. Like niggas out here really buying these C B D, I think it's C B D or whatever, but Man, shit's weird as fuck out here now, man. Shit's crazy out here. I gotta be safe. Test out your drugs for you folk fucking smoke the shit. Have a trustworthy fucking drug dealer. And actually, they hope that nigga got a fucking good person who he's getting the weed from, too, because shit nowadays is so fucking, everything's so mixed up. You don't know what the fuck going on. Shit's weird as fuck now. Everybody's lacing motherfuckers with the shit, putting shit in your drink or just just any kind of way possible. He's trying to kill. It's, it's just crazy out here, man. That's why I, don't, I rarely go fuck with motherfuckers, period. Because just how the motherfucking world working right now. Motherfuckers shooting up the mall and shit again. This is the second time this year has been a school a mall shooting. So it's like, it's fucking crazy. And I and I work there now. So it's like, nigga, shit. Pray for a nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So shit's crazy out here, man. Make sure y'all motherfuckers, make sure y'all check y'all, take care of y'all mental health. And y'all, lo- y'all make sure y'all checking out our loved ones. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all that fake beef shit. Y'all got beef with a nigga over some petty shit. Get that shit over with. It's, let that shit slide. I, I'm not even just saying that shit. In, I'm just saying that shit in general. Uh, you know, because when everybody do that shit, when someone passes, they want to bring up like, oh, make sure you tell you. But it, it's true because death comes. Death is a part of life. We all know that. But she was 43 years old, my nigga. Like she was. She didn't die of old age. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't see that shit with our rappers, and the shit's fucked up. Or our, in, in general, we don't see that shit with our, our brothers and sisters, you know, our black people. We don't see that shit in general. You know, we, we, we'll we see some of the grandmas and shit like that and the great aunties and the you know, grandpas and all that shit like that. But we don't really see that shit no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything is switched up now. But we got to make sure you check on your loved ones, man. You know what I'm saying? And shit. Shit's crazy out here. Also, pray up for, uh, for uh, DeMar, DeMar Hamlin. For the uh, for the Buffalo Bills, uh, actually tonight, uh, basically a couple hours ago, um, they had a game that got postponed. But basically got um, canceled because um, Demar, Demar Hamlin he was going for a tackle, and he, everything it looked normal, but it, when he got up, he just like collapsed, and they, they say he was unresponsive and shit like that, and that's some that's some scary shit bro you know what i'm saying Cause like he didn't he didn't like crack on me on some like you know ed reed type on some everybody like on some palomalu type shit he just the normal tackle and 
shit, homie just and I, I was I wasn't even watching the game. I literally was like I literally turned the game on. And I'm just hearing Joe Buck and Troy Aitman and the crowd leaving to score seven three and shit. And I'm just hearing these niggas' voices like, yeah, this and this happened. I'm like, what the fuck? And they finally went in detail. I'm like, oh shit, this some this some serious shit right here. Like, oof, that shit's crazy, man. Like, you know, because, like, you, you don't expect some shit like that to happen, man. Like, especially, you know, just in the game. Just, just, football is already a physical fucking sport. And they, they and beyond, but they're under, they're under fucking paid. This is beyond with you. But them being so popularized and getting all this shit. Yeah, these guys are getting this. But, yeah, quarterbacks are getting paid that much money. But not the motherfucking, not, not everybody getting paid that much money. You know what I'm saying? These old linemen, like, shit, motherfuckers do not understand how Mike Webster was out here, a Hall of Fame offensive lineman. You know what I'm saying? And motherfuckers out here drinking bleach in the back seat of his car. Like, football, is, is, you know what I'm saying? And I grew up watching this shit. I played in this shit, but that's some shit not to, that's, that's some scary shit right there, cuz. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. Like that shit right there just psh, that shit don't make no motherfucking sense. But we hope tomorrow Hamlin, you know, we keep on the um I uh look on look on that shit, update on that shit too, you know, cause man, you don't know, you don't Oof, that's some scary shit, bro. It's, it's right now the holiday season too. You don't want to lose somebody, right? Especially you know, Gangsta Boo family too. No, just right now, like this motherfucker saying she was found on her porch. So, man, we know how Kristoff's doing, man. We get all, we get all the real shit out the way out the first. You know, Brittany Griner home and shit. <laughs> They out here trading her up for a fucking some trade weapons tradesman. Hey man, the whole situation with that shit is this. If you in the US and you got a fucking cart and you gonna I think you might get arrested with that bitch too. Like I was scared about even having a fucking regular passed out cartel vape, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? A little vapes and shit, you know. I'm I was scared I had that. It ain't the weed vape. But they were smooth on that, but it was like one of them weed vapes. Yeah, you might get caught up. Yeah. You're going to get caught up, too. You might not, you know, get the severe punishment of jail time like you get in the U.S. But, yeah, you're going to come, yeah, you're going you gonna to come off some paper or you're going to go to jail for a little bit. You know, not a little petty, little, little, little something, little hand, you know, slap on the wrist, whatever, if it's some serious, some major shit. But, yeah, you know, overseas, they don't, they don't play that shit, you know, and. You know, it's, it's fucked up that she underpaid in the WNBA and she had to go over there to get extra money. Cause they paying for they paying buku money over there for the for for female basketball or the female oh my god for women's basketball they want something like a real true nigga podcast all oh, female basketball and shit nigga you know they should be in the house making sandwiches no nah, fuck that no nah, WNBA be popping and they be shooting better than these niggas too low key <laughs> they be hitting their free throws better shooting better threes and shit these niggas out here just be chucking up shit <laughs> but no nah, man just. That whole situation was weird too. You know what I'm saying? It just, you know, she home, shit straight. You, well, I mean, you know, y'all know what I mean. Shit cool. So you know, whatever. 
Charleston white ass was out here wilding some awesome. She gonna need some dick when she get home. Watch, I'm gonna I'm give it to her. If that nigga is not the, literally a Boondocks character, if he is not the walking version of fucking Uncle Ruckus mixed with stink meat or stink meter, he's literally he's like combining the two niggas. Like he literally he had to watch Boondocks like faithfully. He was a big fan of both of them characters. Like I hate niggas so goddamn much. <laughs> Like this fuck when, when that nigga said, "Man, I ain't in my power. I would love to take a put a nigga in jail. That's my whole goal in life to put a nigga in jail." I said, "God damn, that is the most evilish cooner shit I ever seen in my life." <laughs> I'm ready to tell him, nigga. I got the cops on speed down right now. But that's Charleston White for y'all motherfuckers, man. That's a that's a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> shit, man. I don't know what to say. But overall, I do feel like uh, we got to take a stand on this. Like, cause a lot of these rappers dying, like, was it? Another rapper passed, too. Um, I think about, like, what, a couple weeks ago. He died. He overdosed. Like, drugs and hip-hop is murder of drugs, you know? You know, rock and roll had that, had, had that big, um, that streak, too, where it was mainly this drug overdose. It was a lot of drugs. Or accidental murders and shit, you know, the whole um, Sid and, uh, what was her name? Sid and Nancy whole situation with that, you know, that whole thing. So who who knows, man? There's a lot of shit with that going on, you know, just drugs in general, man. That's some shit you just got to make sure. You, like, that's why I just smoke weed, but shit, now, hey, you got to make sure who you, who you know you're getting the weed from now. Because when I heard they said it was lacing niggas weed, I was like, what, nigga? With what fentanyl? Shit, I gotta make sure I, I know who I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting from and make sure they know who they getting from, who they picking up from. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's a whole thing. You gotta make sure because that's shit. If niggas out here just telling death to motherfuckers and shit, you know, for for some change. But hey, man, this is a fucked up world we going through. Like I said, we need, we in right now. So just make sure everybody just keep their sanity right. Keep your circle tight, you know what I'm saying? Cause shit, these motherfuckers out here just be <laughs> boy. I wouldn't ever start smoking weed if I know niggas was lacing the shit. That's why I was scared about even smoking weed in the first. That's why I always knew my first rule was never smoke some shit. Somebody already got rolled up. Like unless you know that nigga, then I. Right. But like if you don't know this motherfucker at all, this nigga pull up like you want to smoke and oh man, my shit right here fire. Uh, that shit already rolled up, nigga. I don't know what kind of rapper you use, like, <laughs> cause sometimes niggas be using these bullshit ass flavors and shit. I like smoking, you know, pay. I, I like smoking paper. I, I mean, I smoke blunt, but I, I prefer Dutchess. I ain't smoked Swishers in years, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm more of a Dutch nigga, and or, or I hit my motherfucking bong, nigga, and be straight. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's my whole thing too. Get that bong and be chilling, but. Overall, I think the um, there's a lot of motherfuckers. She can't even trust the motherfuckers out here. But anyway, let's get back to the shit. Let's get back to the shit. Shout out to Ab Soul, man. He finally dropped his album, Herbert and shit. Herbert's a beautiful ass album. And all I got to say is fucking... I mean, for for what we've been hearing from from what... You know, it's, it's been a minute since we heard from Ab Soul. We not heard from him since Do Without, Do Without Wilt. And, like, 
Because shout out my boy Low End. Low End usually be the one nigga be like, hey, I ain't gonna listen to none of the singles because I actually want to hear this shit in full. I'm like, all right, man, you right, you right. But soul shit was just, it was, it was some, it was back on his shit, dog. And I, and I knew it. You know, but at the same time, he, he has lost a lot of people. He lost, when he lost Doe Burger and shit, that shit was tough. Like, that was his right hand man and shit. So to see that happen was, was tough. But for him to put out this album and, and it was beautiful. And man, shout out to Soul. You know, hopefully he ain't he in a good space mentally too, because that's one of my favorite dudes. On the really on on the really though. This album, just straight up medical. Y'all y'all know how we give it up on Kush Stars. It's just straight up medical. Ain't nothing new with Ab Soul. This is back on some like it it gave me like control system mixed with like some of his uh Oh, oh my god, what's that fucking series he was doing? Y'all niggas know what I'm talking about. Don't make me go out here and do some motherfucking typing. If I can find it though, I'm not worried. Long term mentality. It kind of gave me some vibes of that shit too, you know what I'm saying? Long term mentality was a legendary album. Like you were that's hardcore soul fans right there to go back to that time. But uh, nah, I fuck with it, man. This Herbert album was fire. But of course, my nigga Mike, he dropped that Beware of the Monkey, and boy, <laughs> this nigga went crazy. And you know, shout out to him to put all his pain in 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 this in his in his music and actually have some you know concepts and substance in it and some motion behind it. And for him to have the closing credits to have his mom's, you know, voice. I think she had a voicemail or something. Yeah, but was playing. And, you know, that's some shit he shared. I know he probably even listened to that. It's probably even hard for him to probably even perform or even sing that song. They were seen, but, like, perform that song or even hear it because just hearing that closing, the outro to that, you know, for the closing credits is, is truth. Even going to Spooch 23 with his sister, you know, she was out there talking about some shit. And he was all this shit's last, this is last album. Man, that's tough, man, you know, because me even losing my pops, you know, I still, it's even hard because I had moments where I even try to call him up on um shit during the beginning of the football season this past year. I, I tried to call him up and was like, hey, yo, pops, like, shit, you trying to watch, you watching the games and shit? And then didn't realize until I looked at the phone, like my screen and shit, I was like, oh, shit, that's. Like, he ain't going to pick us with my pops. You know what I'm saying? He ain't, he ain't here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's moments like that. Or even I, I can't even watch certain shows and shit like that, you know, or movies. I got some shit with losing a parent or a funeral. You know what I'm saying? Because shit like that give me a little choked up. Cause that's some shit. You know, that's some serious shit right there. But for you to express that shit in your music and, oh, sorry, I got the little white shit playing in the background. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, just even express that and share that with the, with the world is, that that takes a lot of courage, man. And I salute that to Mike. This is fucking medical for me. Like Mike has been on an incredible run. Him and Rock Marciano have been on the most underrated hip hop runs, I think, in NBA, in, in almost in NBA history. <laughs> and I think in hip hop this past decade, like no one's really giving these niggas no credit. Like these motherfuckers have been dropping some fucking bangers, dog. Like and it's been straight consistency every single it's gotten better with every album. Like from Rob Marshall got the shit with Alchemist. Like this shit was 
it sounded like a Rock Marcy album, but it was Alchemist, a straight Alchemist produced album. You're like, whoa. That's when you know this producer knows what this artist likes. They know they, they know each other. They've been working with each other for over a decade. But the, like to see that, it's like you see this with these artists. Well, Mike, he produces his own shit. Same with um, or, um, Rock Marcy. You know, he produces his own shit too. And he'll work with other producers, but it's a sound to work well or a certain concept he goes to because shit, listen to a Rock Marciano um, song. It's, it's feel like you listening to, you like, it feel like you're like watching a Martin Scorsese film, nigga. Like, like it's straight up, like, it's so vivid. It's so, it, you can see this shit, my nigga. Like, it, that's why I fuck with Rock Marcy shit. Like, it, it, it's dope. It like, it's a mixture of black sportation film, nigga, from. Mario Van Peebles pops, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like shit like that. And and I, and I, I fucks with it. I fucks with it, man. Like, the, and with Mike, it's like a emotional roller coaster, you know, just of what he's, he, and he, and he says it in the most nonchalantest way with his flow, but he's really going through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas don't even express that, you know, and he's really, he's going through a whole shit therapy session with us he's going you know he's giving us a fucking a 20 a 30 a 33 minute album with just you know just expressing pain expressing you know, just childhood trauma or whatever we've been going through or she's dealing with now trying to be in the uh shit a black man in america that's not you know the stereotypical black man you know what i'm saying and i, I respect that shit with artists like that man so peace to mike man for real Y'all niggas did it again. But definitely, it, it, it's, it's good to see that, you know, there's some artists out here still taking this shit. You know, even Mr. Morale and, and the Big Steppers with, with, uh, with Kendrick album. Like, that was a whole therapy session. Like, he was dealing with some shit, you know what I'm saying? See how the world was really just changing up. Like, what the fuck's going on? Like, we really dying out here, but everybody's just so stuck and glued on who's more popular, who got more this and that. Like, and y'all don't even know what's really going on. We got a whole virus out here that changed the whole fucking world. <laughs> like, nigga, we changed our whole, like, our whole base of, of, of communication with everybody or just our daily activities were changed for a year due to a virus that, you know, was killing motherfuckers left and right. And, you know, and, and also along with that, you got, you got police killing us and... You got these racist motherfuckers out here doing the insurrection and shit in fucking, you know, in D.C. This shit coming up. I'm going to speak on the shit. I ain't going to say it's a holiday, but we need to point the finger at these fucking. It, this documentary that came out um, literally a couple of days ago. I, don't, I think it just came out last night. I watched it. Um, I think this place is place awesome or some shit like that. But the shit is probably the most, most interesting. Direct mirror to the face of America I've ever seen in my life. It's like, do y'all see what these motherfuckers be doing? And to the to, to the biggest, yeah, this place rules. This shit is probably most one of the most craziest documentaries I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, uh, Andrew Callahan. This motherfucker has been, he been doing shit. He was doing shit all, you know, if you, if you know the name, he been doing shit all this on the internet, just going all these spots and saying some, just, do, just doing interviewing with one most wildest people, asking questions and shit. Y'all know how this shit go. But homie, for him to go travel during that whole thing, he even caught COVID <laughs> in the mix of it, and that's what happened. You go to a Trump rally, my nigga, you gonna just you gonna catch COVID. 
but it was the most craziest shit to see. Like, and it was so. And I'm, I'm just happy to. See, I, I, I was so happy to see the rep- representation of the black folks in that because we was. It's literally how niggas was thinking. Like, man, whoever's in office, we don't really give a fuck because it's gonna be the same old bullshit. We need a whole new government. We need a whole new establishment. We need to get this shit situated because this shit ain't working. You know what I'm saying? It's the same old bullshit. And you seeing these motherfuckers going to Capitol building. You seeing all these big companies, these big vocal, you know, these these big spokespersons and, and, and spokesmen. You know, Alex Jones and oh boy, that was ahead of the fucking Proud Boys and shit. Like even this white rapper, he was out here. He said he wasn't even a Republican until 2016 because of the Trump shit. And it was what was it? It was money. It was a money opportunity. It was a clout. Trump blew, he built so much motherfucking people clout because some more content to talk about because he was talking about shit. It was how fucked up he was. But it was a it was a, a, a branch of people that was literally out here just praising Trump. And that's what we got with these motherfuckers right there. And he, our whole boy was like really showing that shit in that doc. And I was really happy to see it. It was disgusting and hard to watch <laughs> at certain points. But it was... Man, it was brutal. It was brutally honest. It was like, this is what the fuck these motherfuckers be doing. All these motherfuckers be out here just using these stupid motherfuckers because they because they don't think for themselves. They don't. They just really think some shit. They didn't sound ignorant as hell because it was like, oh, what's up about Hunter Hunter Biden? He was like, oh, Hunter Biden smokes crack. I'm like, nigga, is Hunter Biden running office? Is he the president? I know his pops is delusional and, and senile as a motherfucker and, 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 a, and, a, and a bigot motherfucker, but <laughs> he, his son's not running for office, nigga. Like, Marion Barry ran, he was in D.C. for, he ran for D.C. for over 20 years. I think he was just fine. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? Marion Barry smoked crack, nigga, and he was just fine. They set him up. They set my nigga Marion Barry up, so we're gonna, we gonna run with that shit. We already know. But yeah, man, it's just like that documentary, This Place Rules, is the most biggest honest truth of what America really is. Just a bunch of privileged white motherfuckers just really out here thinking this shit's their country, thinking everything's theirs. And you just want to whoop their ass straight up. But all them motherfuckers be steroid up with all the guns and, and hunter knives and you know what I'm saying? Because they half of them can't fight. They gotta take them supplements, nigga. They be out here looking like Mark McGuire in '98, but legs be tiny as hell. Hit them niggas in their motherfucking leg one time, they whole Achilles gonna be gone. Be walking around looking like KD in 2019, nigga. Ain't too soon, KD. He can walk now, nigga. He out here putting up 30 balls on niggas, fuck. <laughs> but anyway, but no, nah, I was just sitting there like, boy, I'm just fuming. Like, boy, I wanted to slap the shot at one of y'all motherfuckers, but. Because there was one part of the, of the documentary, too. Uh, Cub was like, oh, it was a black dude approached him. And he was like, man, y'all some bitch-ass mother. I'll fuck y'all up. And then old dude was like, oh, we would see, we would have beat that black guy right there. We, we, we're, like, we're, so, we're, we're so criminal. We're so racist. And we're bigots and all that. I'm like, my mother, like my nigga, y'all are on camera. Y'all not going to do that shit on camera. You, you're not that slow. You're pretty smart. For you to see and praise this bullshit and 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 it's just you know they was using these motherfuckers. It was like yeah, bro, I wasn't even. I, I'm, I sell shirts for Joe Biden too. I'm like yeah, these motherfuckers out here just doing this shit for money. But these dumb motherfuckers are just so blinded by the light. 
you know what I'm saying, blinded by the motherfucking, you know, the Matrix nigga, just, oh, yeah, this is, this is, this is that, yeah, bro, fucking, yeah, fuck these niggas, yeah, everything's bad. And then they had black niggas out here doing the rap shit, it was, it was tough to watch, but, it, it, hey, the accountability for these motherfuckers at the end, the, like the little boy was talking about some, yeah, you know, the reptiles are gonna come get us. <laughs> But for the for the fact that he was like, yeah, my pops is out here wilding, nigga. I don't know the fuck he was on, nigga. But you know, I, I knew that shit was fake, my nigga. <laughs> I was like, yo, this motherfucker was, yeah, you know, hey, the Hillary Clinton shit. I don't fuck with the Clintons at all. Them niggas was cool with Epstein too, so let's not act like they ain't so you know, um, so fucking crystal free nigga it's fucking just crystal light nigga they ain't they're not innocent everybody know Bill Clinton ain't innocent for shit he's like fucking hoes he's like a nigga busted a busted a three day nut on fucking Monica Lewinsky shit Monica Lewinsky was like oh my god what's going on <laughs> that nigga Bill Clinton man was I'm telling you, he was on our the same shit with Hillary Clinton. She was on fucking, uh, I think she was on Ellen, and she was out here doing the fucking Millie Rock and all like the popular dancers at the time. Her husband, what, did twenty five years prior was on the motherfucking Arsenio Hall hitting the saxophone with shades on, at eating all the rib shacks and all that shit in Arkansas. And motherfucker was like, oh yeah, Bill Clinton for the niggas, cause to that second term hit. And that motherfucker was straight up locking these niggas up. Three straight long, y'all bitch ass. Don't fuck up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they got the nerve to go to... Um, if y'all ever seen this video, look this shit up. Bill Clinton, during um, Hillary's you know campaign, this motherfucker was out here Going to HBCUs, he went. To, I think I forgot what HBCU he went to, but he was out here literally like, "I'm so sorry for what I did." <laughs> uh, and he's gonna be like, "We said it's all right, baby." And I'm like, "No, fuck that." He locked up all these niggas, and not even niggas. He locked them um, hell of minorities. Oh, some bullshit that this government was fucking plotting on. Just man, it was the same shit Nixon did. The whole war on drugs was another plot just to get more minorities locked up and get this whole criticism shit start their nigga like period period point blank you took away all the resources you took away all the after school programs many kids even trying to do some shit you took away all the fucking resources all these public schools even like you know fucking any kind of trade classes it took all away from these motherfuckers but you act like nothing was going on wrong no it was a whole generation of kids that did not know of what of anything else to do besides go out here and be on the block and that's a, it's, 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 a, it's a systematic problem. That's not, that's not a us problem. It's a systematic problem. As much as we can try to teach each one, teach one, it's a lot of motherfuckers that don't want to teach motherfuckers at all. And it's nasty. It's a lot of nasty motherfuckers out here just, that, that's so-called black. But they don't, we don't, they don't get that, that, that the door being closed right in front of us when one let in. And you just sitting there, t- you know, tickling pink with these motherfuckers and shit. Just big ass smile. But, you know, it's hard for us to get one at the same time. But, you know, you got the opportunity to do some shit. Hey, it's all about who you know that's going to be in the right opportunity. Not everybody could be there. But it's all about who the fucking really deserve to be in opportunities like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it, it it's all it comes to. It's common sense. You know what I'm saying? A lot of motherfuckers don't get that shit. But.
we we's in the fucked up world. Period. It's been like this. Period. Point blank. But right now, we are in the middle of a fucking crazy playoff race in the NFL. Vikings got their ass whooped yesterday. Now, Vikings fans, let me tell you all this. I've told y'all motherfuckers for a long time. I've been saying this with all the forty-five, the four years I've been doing this. Stop thinking that this team is going to do something. They don't. They're not going to do anything. Kirk Cousins is not the quarterback y'all think he is. I mean, also, too, the offensive line is not that good. But he's not a mobile quarterback. We are in an era now where these edge rushers and these D-linemen are fucking monsters. They quick. They are physical motherfuckers. And you got to have a quarterback that has some kind of improv- – they can, they can, he can improvise. They can move up the pocket. That can do something because if he doesn't, you're going to be sitting out here looking real stupid. You're going to be sitting here looking like Kirk Cousins or Tom Brady. Y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because you ain't going to have no time in the pocket. You know, you got to have a quarterback and move around because they're going to respect that and they ain't going to sit here and try to – soon they blitz, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's – is it's a part of the game now? All of some of the best quarterbacks right now have to improvise. They can improvise. They can move around out the outside the pocket and make plays. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, you know what I'm saying? Lamar Jackson, you know what I'm saying? Lamar Jackson, shit, Russell Wilson, you know, fucking pre in the thing or hacking nigga, he was good. You know what I'm saying? Move out the pocket. It's shit like that. I don't really understand. Like that's how the game is now. You gotta learn. You gotta learn how to move. You don't know how to move. It's going to be a long game for your ass because these D-linemen are fucking crazy now. <laughs> you know, they, they've been monstrous, though, but that's how you're going to win now because it's not really much of a running game no more. Some teams have a premier running back, but they use the running back in the in the passing game more now than they do in the running game now, unless you got, you know, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, or, you know. But that's what happened yesterday at the Packers, you know, with the Packers-Vikers game. Dalvin Cook couldn't get established at all. Jair Alexander, I mean, they was playing what? They had like three niggas on my nigga, uh, Justin Jefferson, too. You know, Jair Alexander was like, I told y'all niggas he was a, he's a fluke. I'm like, hey, that game was not a fluke. You can say he moved around all day. Hey, that's on you. That's on you. should have made some adjustments at halftime to be like, hey, let me get him. You know, and y'all niggas still got cooked. But the, the Packers and the uh, Steelers are making a hell of a run right now to get to that playoff. The playoff picture right now. The playoff picture is pretty tough. So let me actually get this. Let me see this exact how the playoff picture is looking like. So Chiefs number one seed in the AFC. Bills number two. They had a whole well that game tonight would have been a whole situation too. That would determine, you know, you know, who I think it would determine who's um two seed. Who's like two or three? So I've been the whole, I've been a pretty situation. But overall, you know the situation with um Demar Hamlin, that's a tragic situation. So whenever that gets situated, we have to make sure the whole context at hand is getting taken care of about the brother Demar Hamlin. Prayers out to him for real. Um, so that Bengals and the Bills situation is kind of tough to see what that's going to be at. Um, the Chargers, their fifth seed, and the the Ravens are at six. Now they were leading the division, but. Shit, the Bengals been on a hell of a run. But in the hunt is you got, you know, 
you got the Jag. If the if the season started today, the Jaguars and the Patriots will also make the playoffs. But it's a whole scenario with some shit too. It's a weird shit. So the Dolph, the Dolphins, the Steelers, and the Titans are all still eligible to win in the division. Still, this team is. Let's see. Well, the Titans. I think the Titans aren't because shit. The Jaguars been going crazy. So the Jaguars might win that division. Cause that division's fucking nasty. So, <laughs> same with the fucking Buccaneers and the uh, but the but the Bucks collect. So the bunch the Bucks got the division. So, um, the Steelers though shot the fucking Mike Tomlin's for never having a losing season, man. Since he's been there, that's some that's some legendary shit. They fought, but I think they got their young quarterback in the future with uh with Pickett. I like Pickett. You know he's a. They should have did this shit, you know, back in 83 where they could have got Dan Marino, someone that was right in their backyard that went to Pittsburgh from the area and was a great quarterback. Y'all could have been one of the most Super Bowls after that era in the 70s. But <laughs> I ain't going to speak on that. All right, so let's see what the NFC looking like. So NFC, of course, the Eagles, number one. Um, Now, that whole Jalen Hurts being injured shit could switch up things because the Niners, man, these niggas are right behind them at 12 and 4. And they've been on a hell of a run. The Vikings fucked up yesterday. They could have crept up and do some shit. But the Buccaneers are 8 and 8. The Viking, uh, the Cowboys are 12 and 4. And the Giants, who are also clutch playoffs, are also there eight, a 9 and 6 and 1. But who's in the hunt and who will finish, and who will be actually in the playoffs right now if um the playoffs ended. Or oh, if the season ended today, the Seahawks would be in. But in the bubble, the Lions and the Packers. So the two teams that's still eligible. So week 18 for to be pretty interesting, man. It's gonna be pretty interesting. A lot of scenarios of who who and who's gonna have to win and you know, it's just it's a lot of shit. I mean the, the Packers are starting to get some Joe Mojo with the young receivers. Watson's a pretty good player, but We'll see. <laughs> I, I mean, the Chiefs, their that defense started to pick up at the right time. Mahomes is MVP again. There's no debate. The Eagles had this problem a couple years ago, but that was not the same problem, that same situation a couple years ago when um, you know, Carson Wentz got injured. That was pretty interesting because, you know, they had Nick Foles, who's a pretty good quarterback at that time that come in and short. In short time, short short in short periods, he can be a fucking all pro quarterback. It's weird. <laughs> it's the weirdest shit ever. But he he led them to a legendary run with those receivers with Alshon Jeffrey and but Gardo Gardner Minshew is looking like he's not that dude. He's not that he's not no Nick Foles. So that Eagle situation is gonna be tough for them because that defense didn't look pretty good. They didn't look good at all. You know, they've been that secondary's been getting kind of exposed lately. The pass rush is pretty good. They had four guys over t- with 10 sacks. That's crazy. That's not ever been done in NFL history or in the Super Bowl era. They have four guys with over 10 sacks. That's 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 some good shit right there. That's some good pass rushing. Because but they can, they can but think about it, they can get to the quarterback. So it's not like they can't get to the quarterback at all. They can it's just the whole it's just a whole thing with that secondary. They they gotta make sure they get to that quarterback. But the Niners, I think, is a scary team because the defense, even though they gave a lot of points yesterday, the offense, 
even without Debo Samuel, was playing fucking amazing. Brock Purdy, he doesn't have to make the big, super big plays because we have a, a, a ultimate safety blank. You have two of them in McCaffrey and George Kittle. Brandon Ayuk's turned into a pretty good, solid receiver. We got Rashad Jennings. But you get Debo Samuel back, I think I think they say he'll be back for the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. But if you get him back in the playoffs, oh, man, that running game is going to be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, Because Christian McCaffrey been the biggest – the biggest X factor for that team. Since he's came there, he that team is taking over on offense. And even when um, Trey Lance got hurt and you know Jimmy um, Garoppolo got injured too, it was really shown that McCaffrey was the true offensive MVP for that team. Nick Bosa's defense player of the year easily. Everybody got to get off Michael Parsons nuts. He's a good defense. He's a good young um, edge rusher, but he's not no Von Miller. I think Von Miller within his like. And think about it, it's only it's, what, his second year. So we got to understand, take the – stop putting so much on Cud, you know. He's on a team that actually has a pretty good ed, uh, pass rush. You know, you have DeMarcus, um, DeMarcus Lawrence, who's actually had a resurgent season this year, and other players that actually – no, Dan Quinn, he's been playing. He has a hell of a good scheme this year. And they've won games that they've usually lost. Same with the Vikings. Viking situation, though, is different, I think. I think what's going to fuck them up is the offensive line is not good. And so if they so if they send the house on Kirk Cousins, then this is going to be a long game. He has the weapons. You have Hawkinson. You have Thielen. And, of course, Justin Jefferson, who's the best receiver in the league this year. You 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 um you can't really do much about it. It's It's, it's a tough – that's a tough slate. So I don't know the Viking situation, and that, that's not even me being a hate. That's me just being a person, you know, being logical. That's saying, hey, I don't know if these motherfuckers can go super far just off of their their defense is not good either. Let's just not let's let's let's, let's understand this too. This, they had a pretty good run with the Hunter and the Darius Smith, but that secondary is chop suey. You know, Patrick Peterson is not that dude like he used to be back. You know, you understand Patrick Peterson up in age. You know, so understand that, but he's a pretty good, solid corner, but he's not a great corner. And then, and no one else in that secondary besides, you know, Harrison Smith is cool, but he's not. He's getting up in age too, so they don't really have that much of a good corner situation. That's really their problem. You know, you have Kendrick's a pretty good linebacker. He got Jordan Hicks, but really, it's that that secondary is not that good, and that defense gave up. They just let Aaron Rodgers cook them niggas yesterday, so. Oh no, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be tough for them. Whatever team they're gonna go against, because if they can't stop the run or stop the pass, nigga, <laughs> you can't stop both. What are you gonna do here? You know, you can't go into a shootout if your quarterback that can't move out the pocket at all. He has, he had he did some movement yesterday. He had nineteen yards, some shit like that, but on one play. But <laughs> oh no, man, I, we'll see, we'll see. Um. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting postseason. It'll be a very interesting postseason. I like I like the new scenario with the whole um, extra seed getting up in there now too. It's pretty dope. In the week, extra week is pretty cool too. But we'll see. NBA shit right now is getting fucking litty. Too fucking titty, nigga. Donovan Mitchell tonight, as we speak, he put up seventy motherfucking one points, seventy one points on the Bulls in overtime. 
145, 134. Crazy. <laughs> Let's just say that. Crazy as shit I ever see. I'm like, hold up. Cud just put up this much points, nigga, in the game? Like, nigga, I, that's just... I'll fuck with it, man. Donovan Mitchell, since he's got him with Cleveland. And people thought, oh, they're going to share the ball a lot with him and um, Darius Garland, which is a pretty good piece with him because he has a other guard that can go and get it. The problem with Mike Connolly was he was a guy that was a good spot up three. He can create a shot, but he wasn't that – he was getting older. You know, he wasn't that young no more. And he's kind of injury prone at this point in his career, so – you didn't. You, you knew. You knew. You couldn't. You had to be that only person who didn't score. And Bogdanovich came around too late, but it wasn't the same. You know, go that that whole chemistry in Utah was just done. It was bound to be done with. But um, he's now on a team that has pretty good defense. You got Jared Allen, who's a big man that can score inside, and actually a physical guy that uses his he uses his height the right way. Like I fuck with Jared Allen. He's most underrated big man and bought and. Brooklyn, you know, Nicholas Claxton is developing to a good defender, but they miss Jared. But they really, I mean, Jared Allen's a motherfucking dog. I mean, he's one of the best big men in the league, I think, to me, that no one really talks about. He doesn't put up the flashy numbers like, you know, Embiid or Jokic does, but he does the right things, right? He, he gets buckets, too. He can put up about 20, you know? You know I, I like Jared Allen a lot, but Cleveland's making, making some pretty good noise, you know? As of right now, Boston's still number one with 21 and 11 and overall in the league. Denver in the West right now is number one, but they're making some noise. Shout out to Jokic, who's been putting up fucking amazing numbers too. Um, him and fucking um, Luka Doncic, who, who I think is, to me, even though that team is not really going crazy right now. <laughs> they, well, to be honest, they're actually fourth. They're uh, fourth in the East, fourth in the West right now. And they have a pretty good chance, but I think really is can he can consistently keep doing what he's doing for a whole rest of the season, you know what I'm saying, and, and including the post, um, postseason. Uh, There's a lot of shit right there. I hope Luka can stay healthy for that longer period of time. It's a lot. It's a lot to take on that body. But he, but, he, but the thing about Luka, he got very healthy – he got very healthy throughout the season, uh, off season. Like as soon as it got done with the postseason, he went over there and played that overseas ball. He was going, he went crazy. He was going crazy. <laughs> so yeah, Luca's been on this shit. I said this with because Jokic did, did this a couple years ago where he went to the conference finals unexpectedly, and they were, it was a bubble when they went to AD. AD went crazy and the Lakers beat them niggas. But he went and what do you do? Go ahead and win two straight MVPs. Luca's on that mode now. I think his team. It's gotten a little bit better with Christian Wood. Tim Hardaway Jr. stepped up a little bit, but they missed Jalen Brunson because that was the other perimeter ball handler that can score on the perimeter, create his own shot, and create for others. Luka can create forever also, of course, but it really was helpful when you have another guy also that can do that too and take a load off for you, especially late in the game. And who's a better free throw shooter than you too? <laughs> you know, Luka's my nigga, but he got to – but he, but he got to get that free throw, that free throw shooting up to get more to basically help him basically in the you know postseason because like right there in the playoffs, niggas are gonna gonna foul you, but you know Luca like he, he he gets he gets a lot of fouls, I mean some of them you know because sometimes I think it'd be out here be snapping on the ref like fuck you goddamn it the fucking foul you fucking piece of shit, Bucknell, but 
<laughs> but homie be cat, you know, Luca my nigga. I fuck with Luca. Luca's a hell of a fucking player, but yeah, it's just he has those he has those moments where he can get a little bit too crabby, motherfucker. But we'll see. We'll see, man. Shout out to Bron, fucking 38th birthday, putting up 47 on niggas. 47, 10, and 8. Went crazy in Atlanta for the two chains, his mama and his wife. Shout out to shout out to LeBron, man. He's having literally the most the greatest black man story of all time. No scandals. The one all he gonna probably go tired of goat. Grew up in a single mother home. Nigga name is LeBron. That right there should have told niggas that he was gonna be different when he had a name like that. Shout out to LeBron, but Memphis number two in the West. Pelicans, that's who I think I I, I think will be strong coming out the West also. Dallas four, Clippers at five, Kings are at six. Phoenix is at seven. They've been struggling without Devin Booker. It's going to be tough without Devin Booker. He's going to be up, I think, for the next couple weeks or so. Um, Portland's at eight. Golden State's at nine. Utah's at ten. T-Wolves and the Lakers are at 12, 11 and 12. Oakland C, and, of course, you know, Houston's. But the worst team in the league right now is Detroit. So, Houston and Detroit are trying to get that young women Yamba sweepstakes, nigga. But we know how that shit goes. It basically go off of who if you have multiple first round picks, and you better hope these other teams that you got traded with are trash too. But yeah, that's what it's based off of. If you got the multiple first round picks, and of course it'll be in your record, hey man, you have because OKC did this year. They had they they got shit, but they also got Jalen Williams, who's I think who will be an underrated, very good player. He's gonna be their starting three. I think for the next future, for the next couple of years, because Luke Dort's a hell of a good defender, but his shot is kind of inconsistent. Jalen Williams can just create his own shot. And he, I think if defense can get a little bit better, he can be good. But Dort's defense is, is and his finishing ability is, is elite, I think. But yeah, man, we'll see. But in the East right now, of course, I said Detroit's terrible at 15, Charlotte's at 14, Orlando's at 13, Toronto's at 12. Chicago's at 11. And at number 10, the Wizards. Now, there's rumors saying that Kyle Kuzma's a big, big free uh, trade asset or that for trade pickup and the trade deadline coming up during the All-Star weekend. So, we'll see where he might go to. He might go to a contender. Uh, they're at 10, Washington. Atlanta is at 9. 8 is Miami. Who knows what the fuck's going on there? The Knicks, who are playing pretty good basketball right now, they're at 7. Indiana Pacers. Shout out to my nigga Tyrese Halliburton. He has been going crazy, like for real. <laughs> he definitely should be all. He definitely gonna be all star this year. They got six. Uh, Philadelphia, who's starting to pick it up once, and they got Maxi back too. They're gonna pick it up pretty um pretty soon. They're at five. Cleveland's at three. At four. My Milwaukee's at three. Brooklyn, who's at number two, and niggas was like, "How the fuck?" But these niggas are on a twelve game win streak right now, going crazy. Kyrie doing putback dunk, nigga. That right there tells you what this the vibes here in, in Brooklyn. They going crazy. They 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 starting to build up. They got rid they got rid of Steve Nash from Yakubian ass. So it took. And of course Boston, they doing they thug thizzle. You know what I'm saying? They speaking of scandals, they dealt with a coach that was out here fucking everybody in the goddamn. He was fucking nigga was having a whole black series nigga in that motherfucking <laughs> in the Boston Celtics facilities, nigga. He that bitch going crazy. But they're at number one, and it's been a hell of a season so far. But that's my that's the Kush thoughts NBA shit. But we in the last resident man. 
Oh, man. Overall, what y'all think, man, about the whole shit with what should I do? Should I, should I start doing live streams and shit on my IG more? Doing like a little random jam session with niggas and shit, you know? I, re- I really want y'all to give me some input. Not no fake ass. Oh, y'all support my like it. Oh, fuck that. Give me some real input the fuck niggas should be doing. I want to do some shit for y'all, man. So, actually put y'all input in shit. Because in 2023, I feel like I want to do more bigger shit. The merch is coming very soon. I have a new logo actually coming out here. I'll be sharing with y'all. So look further on my Chris Dawes page. And if y'all know my Chris Dawes page is not the one with the Ice Cube logo. It's the one with me. All the smoke, niggas. So y'all see. Most niggas know. But let, me, let motherfuckers know. Do not follow that page. That page is... I do not have the password for that shit. <laughs> I, think my nigga, I think my nigga Q do. But that's about it. But... Um, yeah, man, overall, this is this 2023. I feel like there will be a more improvement in, in, in personal personal gain and, and in general, you know what I'm saying? So we'll see. But it's been another episode of Chris Dawes Podcast with the one on Mac Bone, that motherfucking phony. I'll see y'all niggas soon. Y'all stay blessed. Do not fuck with these motherfucking bullshit ass hoes. And make sure y'all don't be smoking this bullshit ass weed out here. That's awesome. Make sure you test your drugs. Peace, love, and applesauce, my nigga. Peace.